Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to be discussing episodes one and two of the Doctor Who spin-off Class. Um, that will be for Tonight We Might Die and The Coach with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, yes, so we, we are very, very sorry for being quite late with this review as well, aren't we? So we've just been yes. busy. We've just been very, very busy. Um, but we're sort of... yeah, if this review gets any lighter and include the review of the episode three as well. <laughs> yes, we, we're sort of discussing sort of, um, before we, we start recording how we're going to approach this, or whether we're going to be doing it um, sort of every um, every week. And um, well, we, we decided not to. We, we, we decided to. We, we are going to cover the entire series, aren't we? Yes. But we're going to do it. Um, keep our recording schedule of every other week. I think that's what we're going to do. So we we can each every other week we're going to be doing two episodes um, to, to review. So um, as we're doing now, actually, we just it just kind of made sense for us, really. Um, but we just follow on the same sort of thing. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, and as as we're saying, um, you know, class is is really the support act to, uh, uh, to Doctor Who, the main of you know the main event. So um, obviously, when Doctor Who's on, we'll be doing it every week. Um, so, but. Uh, <laughs> or, or on holiday is what usually happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you usually. I was usually at the first episode. You're on holiday. <laughs> Are you going away this Christmas, Paul? <laughs> Should we get this out of the way now? <laughs> I may well be actually. I had mentioned that. So, if you... now you mention it. I may well be, yes. You may well be away at Christmas. So, um, yes. look, you can look forward to my solo review of uh, The Return <laughs> of Doctor Mysterio just after Christmas. So. I'll see if I can phone it in. <laughs> you usually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing new there. <laughs> okay, then. Right. Let's do some news. Let's do some news. Um, there's not a lot to uh, to talk about, even though we've been away for two weeks. Um, but interesting thing that came out today, the day we recall, to the 20th of October. Um, the DVD extras for Power of the Daleks. Um, the details of that has, has, has been released. And um, now, first things first. Let's get the price of the DVD out of the way um, in, in for the UK. Now, if you're gonna, you want to download this from the BBC store um, as of next Saturday. Um, it's nine ninety nine for um, SD and twelve ninety nine for HD. Um, so that's not too bad, I suppose. But if you're going to get the DVD in the UK, that's released on the twenty first November. That is priced at twenty pounds forty two pence. It's got to be. I know it's a missing story, um, but it's got to be pretty bloody spectacular for that kind of money. I don't know. I mean, I'm going um... to be buying it. I know I will be. But... Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, no. that's the whole point, though, isn't it? No, yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, you can understand they've got to recoup money on this because this is not just a matter of even just restoring a, a, no. a, a, a something that's previously been out, is it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so yeah, if if we want them to do this sort of thing, then I think we are going to have to say, all right, fair enough, we'll pay for it. Hmm. And the fact is, I mean, most DVDs of Doctor Who for, for unreleased, previously unreleased stories, when they was obviously going through the back catalogue, 
came out at around about 15 to 20 pounds on DVD and within about six months were down to under a tenner. Yeah, they were. Now, the, my, my and only... I suspect the same will happen with this. So well, it's it just a question, will. It's a question yeah. of whether you want to whether you want to pay a premium to to watch it before Christmas, really. Well, I think this this is my sort of issue with it, really, because let's be honest, it's a cartoon. Now I know it's it's an animated version of a story that we can no longer see um, in its entirety. There's only a few like little little few clips left of it. Um, is this really going to make people want to go and buy it? Because I think people will just go and download it from the BBC store. I think this is an experiment, really. I think the the DVDs is for the completists, probably like ourselves, really. And anyone else in that bubble will just download it from the BBC store. Yeah. Um. Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, and if you are getting it from the store, I, I honestly, honestly, as long as they're charging less for a download than they are for the mm. for the packaged version that you get, then I think that's fair enough. I mean, I, I've always sort of been a bit when you see something that's the same price, whether you download it or buy the DVD. Yeah, I've always felt well, that's a bit because you're not actually physically. They're not actually physically having to. Um, you don't physically get something. Yeah, I think this is this is obviously old-fashioned old fashioned view. <laughs> this is where our age comes in. I think. I think it, it does actually. Would it fit in your collection of your of your old seventy eights, by any chance? Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. I like, and, and, I, I, and I still think I'm being done because they're only because discs are only small. <laughs> I don't see why they should be the same price as twelve inch. Well, exactly. You, you've got you've got a whole box of gramophone needles that go and go <laughs> spare, haven't you? So. It's all right. I can use a new fiver, apparently. So that's okay. <laughs> oh, apparently so. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, it's just it's just the thing. If if the DVDs don't shift, is does this spell the end of any further possible animated adventures? been released on DVD because I think if people are just going to go and download it and not buy the DVD because they're going to save a tenner um, does this could this spell the end for DVDs uh, in the Doctor Who range no I don't don't think so I don't think so because I think people will buy them eventually I mean it is it's just there has always been a premium on buying stuff on DVD as soon as it comes out yeah I mean I will be Uh, I mean you know I, I think I will idiot that I am, I will probably download this and buy the DVD just so yeah. I can watch it now, really, you know, so, you know well, some... well, there, may, there may be a case of if you buy it, if you download it and then wait a year to actually buy it on DVD, you'll probably get them both for about 20 quid Yeah, you probably will Yeah So, that's probably <laughs> that's our top tip for today <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let, let, let's let's go through the um, what, what's actually been released um, extras wise. Now there are some which, are, uh, reading this, it looks like there's going to be some available from the BBC store and some that could be on the DVD and DVD only. So there's a few things here. So alternate soundtracks, which is DVD only, so you can listen to the story with um, new uh, digital remasters of the soundtrack. Um, animation test footage, which appears to be available for download as well. Audio commentaries on all six episodes, that's DVD only. Um, that says members of the original cast and crew are joined by members of the new animation unit uh, to, uh, to discuss it. Um, that's moderated by uh, Toby Haydoke. Uh, the booklet with production notes, that's DVD only. Original camera scripts, 
that's DVD only. Uh, original title sequence, it's a new restoration. Uh, it says an unedited presentation of the full original Doctor Who title sequence prepared using an all new HD remaster of the original film elements. Uh, that appears to be for download as well. Power of the Daleks animation and photo gallery, uh, that's part of the download. Uh, Power of the Daleks surviving footage and original trailer. Um, that's actually says BBC Store only. That one, yes. which is interesting. Um, original Dalek voice session recording. Um, that's DVD only. That's that includes rare and previously unreleased sections from the studio recordings that were made at the Maid of Vale Studios in 1966. Um, Servants and Masters, uh, which appears to be available for download as well. That's the making of Power of the Daleks. And then a Telesnap reconstruction, which is around uh, 400 still frames of the film that still, still exists, um, used to make, you know, reconstruct the whole story that is also available for download as well so as far as extras go it's pretty damn good it is um yeah and i suppose this is where you are isn't it it's a question of do you want to hang on for the dvd i mean i, I still think actually the bet I mean, your best bet might be to to download it and watch it and then you can give it till after Christmas and probably pick up the DVD and have only still spent 20 quid. Yeah, I mean, you, you are getting a to lot... To watch the extras. Yeah, I mean, you're getting a lot of extras there for download, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean, you've you got the making of Power of the Daleks, which is probably the thing... Um, I would I always jump to those making-offs before I actually watch the, the, the story itself. Um, so that's valuable for download. I could watch that now or, or next weekend if I wanted to. So I don't know how, how it's going to be released, but... Um, you know, where it's going to be every week a new a new extra is going to be put up. I, I honestly yeah. don't know. So at least at least they haven't done it. You get half the extras if you download and half the extras on the DVD. Mm. So, so ah. it forces you to. Okay. There's only the one that isn't it that is the. Yeah. Now, if I bother to read this news link properly, all the extras will be available from the BBC store on the from the 14th of November. Right. So because they're releasing these on the stories episodes on consecutive days aren't they from the 5th of november yeah. onwards so obviously when that's finished then the extras come out so yeah there you go there you go so i learned something myself there from reading a news link that i've had in front of me for the last 15 minutes wow <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not so sure why they couldn't have done couldn't have given you the uh the commentaries though as a as an mp3 file for download yeah that does seem a bit a bit tight, really, doesn't it? Considering it actually has got the animation unit on there as well, so uh, I suppose hmm. I don't know. I suppose it, I suppose it's easier to. I mean, I, I can understand it's easier to do it in DVD because then obviously the DVD works has has the separate soundtrack to to play and whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, it, it's something to look forward to anyway. Something to and the, and the original work. camera scripts, which are DVD only, I, I suspect are going to be that you're going to have to put it in your PC to read those. Probably will be. There'll, Which is also PDF, then a question of why they couldn't be downloaded. Yes, indeed. Download from the uh, from the BC store. But... To, to your computer. Straight yes. away. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when um, everything's finally out to uh, out to buy. Um, now talking of things to buy, um BBC Books are going to be republishing three original Doc Two novelizations from the nineteen sixties. Now the first one's gonna um I think I think they're all out actually on the, on the um, 3rd of November. Um, now what we've got it's um, it's Doctor Who in an exciting adventure with the Daleks. 
Obviously, it's it's um, Doctor Who and the Daleks there. Um, Doctor Who and the Zabi. And then Doctor Who and the Crusaders. Now, they've got the original covers the, 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 the um, and content as well. Um, do you recall any of these, Paul? Sort of like from the, you know... From the local library when you when you were a kid, uh, not particularly. Because I do remember the Crusaders one, right? It's only because that that Crusader holding his sword aloft is like about to attack you, um, with with these big moustache bristling with anger. It, it, it seems there. I do recall that being in my local library, because all the books in the, in the library were hardback anyway. So these were, um, as I say, these these were originally released in hardback. So, but I didn't yeah. know that um, these were actually released in the sixties. Anyway, I thought they were sort of all Target stuff. No, no, no I, don't, I don't remember them at all. No, no, no I, I definitely remember the Crusaders one. Um, just, just from that picture, just sort of like today when I called up the news link, I was like, "Wow, bloody hell, I remember that one." Um, never read it though. No, I never read it. Um, Now's your chance. Yes, well, I, I think the the thing that put me off, and I, I'm. After we, we saw the last podcast was the Reign of Terror, which, which was a pure historical adventure. Um, that's what put me off. Actually, yeah. was was that fact because there was no monsters in it, there was no Daleks, there was no you know Zygons or whatever uh, Cybermen. You know, it, it, or I because someone told me about it. It was just the the Doctor at the time of the of the Crusades, and I wasn't at all interested in it. I was sort of kicking myself now. I probably missed out. On a, I might have missed a good story there. So. Well, I've got the target novelisation, so I'll have to end up reading that instead. So, but uh, that'd be an interesting one to actually compare. Yes, it would be. It would be. But um, but they're all available. As I say, they're all available from the third of November, and you can order from um, Amazon UK. Um, it's only available for pre-order for nine pounds ninety eight at the moment. So, which is it's a, it's a saving of one one p. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the list price is nine ninety nine, but you can get it from Amazon for nine pounds ninety eight. What could you if you bought all three books, Paul? What could would you spend that that three pence you saved? I don't know. I could, well, I could put it towards the DVD power of the battery. <laughs> well, if you went back to the nineteen seventies, you could buy three penny tubes, couldn't you? <laughs> Oh dear! Right, okay. Now, um, last in the news, um, and it's a sort of sad piece of news. And I don't think this means anything to you, Paul, but it certainly sort of shocked me. The artist Steve Dillon uh, has died at the age of fifty-four. Now, uh, those of you who don't know Steve Dillon is there's a massive dot to uh, connection here because he basically helped create the character of Absalom Dark, Dalek Killer, um, from Doc Two magazine in the nineteen eighties. Now, for me as well, I was a big fan of Steve Dillon because he, he used to draw Judge Dredd. He also helped create um, Preacher um, with Garth Ennis um, as well, which has just been turned into, into a TV um, series. He also worked on Hellblazer, also The Punisher um, as well. Um, were you familiar with his work at all, Paul, outside of Absalom Dark? Uh, not particularly, no, I have to say. Nah, he was one of my... I say he's one of my favourite uh, Judge Dredd artists, Um I just, I just like what what he did. Um, such a show, fifty four. That is, that is terrible. Yeah. That really is terrible. Um, and it, it sort of did come to a, a <laughs> comes quite quite a shock to me. As I, I, I suppose it did for um, quite a few others 
out there as well. Um, yeah, I don't, and obviously, obviously now, sort of like, Absalom Dark is now canon in Doctor Who as well, because he had that quick glimpse of come up in uh, Time Heist. Yes. So, which which got everyone excited. Um, I just wonder if... I'd, I'd love to see that character brought to life, to be honest. It will certainly put a new spin on things. It certainly will with like a chainsaw that's it's capable of cutting a Dalek in half. But, uh, yeah, it's such a shame. It's such a shame. Um, I don't know much more I can say about it. We're sort of ending the news on a bit of a, a, a sour note, really. But, um... Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm, so, I'm actually quite, quite gutted, quite gutted about that. So, um, anyway, anyway, sorry to end the news on on a, on a down downwards note there. So, um, but coming up next um, is our review of episodes one and two of Class. So, uh, for another week, then that was the news. Right then, everybody, um, we're now going to talk about Class. Will he live? Yes, yes, he will. But the more interesting question is, what are we going to do with you lot? That opening the Shadow King came through, you couldn't close it all the way. Well, obviously, there's been so much Artron energy around good old Cole Hill, the time itself has worn thin. Bet they didn't take that into account when they renovated. And it can only be patched up so well. Even by me. So those things will come back? Well, they'll have to find you first. I scrambled the pulsation. Of course, Skull Hill will continue to act like a beacon across all of space-time to any being who might want to make mischief with it. So, you will have to be on your guard. But... No, no, no. I thought you were going to get us out of here. Why would you be safer somewhere else? Time has looked at your faces. And time... Time never forgets. Okay, now um, I think we're, we're going to try and treat these as separate entities as best we can, aren't we? Yeah, as, well, that's that's the that's the plan, but I suspect we'll go a bit off, off, off. Yeah, we might we might yeah. sort of bleed in from one episode to another. I think actually, yes. Um, but anyway, let's just kick off with the, with the opening episode of this series. Then uh, for tonight, we might die. Um, so. It's your turn to kick things off, Paul. Um, what what did you make of this then? Um, I'm still a bit undecided about this. Okay, okay. Um, it's certainly well. It, let's start off generally talking about it. Um, it's very much more in the Torchwood territory than than perhaps I'd have thought it was going to be. Yes, it is actually, isn't it? It very much uh, is. Which is fine, but it does sort of... The thing that comes across on this, and, and getting straight to this point, is you understood when they said about Torchwood that the Doctor couldn't be in Torchwood universe. Yeah. And I sort of felt it was a bit jarring when he came into this one, to be honest. I'd, I've got a similar opinion, actually. Um, I mean, it's great to see um, Capaldi again. Yes. You know, you know, sort of like we, we're getting a, a very quick Capaldi fix before Christmas. Um, and it just felt, and, I was going to say, it just and, felt shoehorned in. Yeah, 
probably being an older doctor, it probably sort of works better than you could have imagined. Tennant or Smith doing yeah. it, yeah. 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 Doing it, where they'd, well, especially especially when you sort of had the the age of some of the pupils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, oh no, they were in mid twenties. Slightly looks older than Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I could see, I could see that it was just yeah, there was just bits of it, and you just sort of thought to myself, I'm not quite sure that I'm quite ha- quite in this with a doctor that's quite happy to have a have a slave relationship. And allow that to happen. Yeah, um, um, I know, I know sort of Capaldi's totally different, and that he's, he's sort of, he's, I know we're sort of jumping ahead to the end here, but you know he he's keeping them there because, well, basically she let that kid get killed. Yeah, really, right, right at the very beginning of the episode. So I can understand that you know sort of crime and punishment and everything, but um, did it really need the doctor? No, I'm not sure. It, 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 it literally, yeah. It it was just really to say this is a Doctor Who spin-off. Yeah. That was that was all it needed the Doctor for. And I'm actually, yeah, I'm not too sure that it really did. And use and also using the Doctor to explain why why the school looks completely different there as well. So. Yeah, at least, they, at least they did address that, actually. Because yes. that's like we'd said, wasn't it? That from the trailer, that it, was, it seems to have taken a completely different view of the of what the school should look like. And they did actually address the fact that there that it seems to have been rebuilt. <laughs> yeah, it's um now I, I don't know about about you know, they they keep saying, you know, before this um before this aired they said that um, they wanted sort of like another, like a British Britain's answer to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Now, did we necessarily need Britain's answer to Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Because this was very much like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, to be honest. And you could almost match... Oh, did you ever watch Buffy at all? No, not particularly. Um, you, you could almost sort of match up the characters from class to the characters in that as well, um, in, in Buffy, because... Um, you sort of like the the April character is almost like Willow. The Ram character is almost like uh, Cordelia. Um, it, it's 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 so the the, the the sort of the, the similarities were quite uncanny to, to to a certain degree. And and I just thinking, well, there has been like a, a Buffy shaped hole left in the TV schedules, and it was a and I used to enjoy watching it. Um, but that ship has sailed now, to be honest. And I don't know whether we, we need to have that again. Maybe we should have had something that... Okay, it's just the opening episode. Yeah. I mean, to be honest... It's difficult to judge. They've got to set a whole lot up here. And I just think it was just a little bit too cliched for my liking. Yeah. It, 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 just bits of it that just sort of jump around a bit. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult. Because I feel like I'm actually... Putting this to a higher test of is this am I enjoying this than I would do if it was a Doctor Who episode, and I think that's probably unfair. Yeah, um, I actually did sort of get a chance to see it again, and I probably enjoyed it more. Fortunately, the second time because I knew what was going to happen, and I'd sort of got past the point of I'm really sure, and that'd be I'd want that in the you know. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just not quite sure actually whether I like any of the characters. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've got to be honest. The especially the opening episodes. Um, I mean, let's let's start with um, Miss Quill, Catherine Kelly. Yeah. Too unlikable. 
at the moment. In that, um, in that, in that particular, episode, I found it too unlikely. It kind of made sense once they explained, and you got one hell of a lot of exposition. Yeah. There's this massive info dump. At the beginning, I, I don't know whether that worked as well as it should have done. I know Again, I suppose they've they've got to do it, haven't they? There's this. Well, you've got a few episodes you could have strung that out, and I know. Next episode, it's 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 sort of planting the seeds of, of you know of, of plot arcs and everything for each character, but um, yeah. But right at the beginning, she was just too unlikable, and, and for you to to my like, if you're doing a this is the opening episode, and you've got to make the audience engage with the characters, and I know this isn't aimed at us, is it? No, this isn't. A, this we are not the target age group for this show whatsoever. Um, to to the point that the theme tune. Annoyed the hell out of me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a theme tune to a kids' show. <laughs> but hey, Paul, it's the kind of music that kids seem to like. <laughs> no, actually, what got you, I suspect, was the minute someone started singing. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> vocals on theme tune. <laughs> No, it was... Um... Anyway, anyway... Um... They need it for Bergerac. They don't need it for this. <laughs> well, it's not written by Ronnie Hazelhurst, and I'm just not interested. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, no, it, it, it's... As I say, we're not the target audience, and I suppose something's set in a school. I haven't set foot in a school for 30 years. That was the last time I was at, you know... I was, I was at your school. Honor. You know, Your Honour, <laughs> exactly. So, I... <laughs> <laughs> the prosecution rests. <laughs> no, it's you know I've got no idea what it's like to be at school these days. I've got, I mean, proms. We didn't have proms. I went, we went to an all boys school for this, so it's not been a bit strange. I was but... going to say, I was going to say, yeah, the thought of having a prom at our school was actually more scary than anything in this episode. <laughs> oh god, yes. I mean, that's what schools do now. They have proms and and, and stuff like that. So, um. They have girls. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just found sort of like all the characters that were all sort of bit a bit sort of you know cliched, and I, I just think it was just trying a little bit too hard. To, I mean, actually, to, to, to actually, be to be to be all things to everybody, if you see what I mean. I'm going to go against this and actually say on. the one character actually that I enjoyed was Miss Quill. Really, just because she was not what you'd expect. Uh, I didn't like it. I just thought it was a bit too OTT, really. Um, To a certain extent, but it just did at least get it a bit out there. I, and I, I, I quite like the... the no, I... I, I the... Yeah, some, I mean, some of the dialogue was great. I mean, so, as you say, some of the put-downs were good, but it was it was all the time. It was, it was you know, it needed to be dialed back a little bit. And and you know. and on the on the spoiler alert here, I don't know. It's probably too late to say that. I think it is. We're a week I, late with this. <laughs> I did like the fact that they didn't get the you didn't get the Charlie Miss Quill thing until a bit into the story, until he came home. Yeah, that that I must admit that was a little bit of a oh really. Yeah, you know what's you thought of? What's the relationship you, here? You, you know, sort of worked out. Oh, there had been the stuff about oh, and one of them's an alien, and yeah, whatever. And you sort of obviously got that. Oh, this is Charlie is the alien. Mm. So then, 
Um, that was quite good then. You actually suddenly oh, so she then she is as well then. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, it, it's, it, I mean that was a nice little little surprise. It it really was. Um, and I and, and I, I quite like the relationship between the two of them that she's basically bound to him. Well, I like that what, idea. Yeah, I like the idea that she. I just you know yeah. she, she wants to basically shoot everybody, doesn't she? She doesn't yeah. care who who dies as long as she sort of you know survives or finds way off the planet or whatever. Um, but I like the idea that you know he's got to be attacked. In order for her to protect him, otherwise she, it doesn't work. She, if she, if she just tries to defend herself, she dies yeah, basically. Dies, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, I, I quite like that i that idea. Um, but the the thing about you know the bug in her head, it, it's quite sort of you know, not not sort of it's nicely creepy, but I think it's a bit derivative, really. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, yeah. Star Trek Rafa Khan, you know. That's what I was going to say, yeah. That, that yeah. was my first thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, um, and and also, then that comes back to the fact of, I'm not quite sure where the Doctor would have been, should be, in terms of letting that sort of relationship just in you. Yeah. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, whatever the rights and wrongs of of her... Her actions and whatever, and as you say, one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. Yeah, um, we we would we don't know what the reality of that situation is. And no, we suspect, don't. No. Just, unless the doctor does, and he's firmly on the side of Charlie, that's really a strange relationship for him to let to encourage to continue. Well, I, th- I think again, this is. I mean, as I said at the beginning, it, it's the the. The punishment for letting her letting that kid die at the beginning. I think. Well, I think no, that... but it isn't because he he takes them there in the first place. Well, he does, but then so so he's he's allowing it to to start. He doesn't know that she's then gonna go on and um, use the kids as basically cannon fodder to to kill anything that comes. That attacks them. Well, she can't shoot I, 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 I don't know. I, I think the doctor would have got a. Pro- oh, I don't know. We're just surmising stuff here now. I think this is why the whole thing with the doctor doesn't really work. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't really work because he, he's there but, to drop. He's there to drop them off on the planet. Then he's also there to keep them there as well at the very yeah. end. So there was no need for him to turn up at the end. He didn't do anything either. Really, he didn't exactly save the day. Well, he did because he boosted the lights, didn't he? But, but that, no, he didn't, though, did he? Because it was um, Ram who saved the day. At the end, only because yeah, yeah. they were retreating. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, really, the Doctor didn't really do a lot. I mean, it was just a a, a convenient plot device, really, and also just something to connect it to the parent show, which it, I mean, I think it's probably to its detriment. Really, let it stand on its own two feet rather than sort of, yeah. like, you know, saying this is to do with Doctor Who. The Doctor's in the first episode, you know. Um, but anyway, I mean, I yeah. think, I mean, you know, watch, as I said, watching this, you could, un- it made more, watching this made more sense that they didn't bring the Doctor in to talk to it at any time. Yes. You sort of watched this and you thought, yeah, no, that, that was yeah. definitely the right call then. Yeah. And I think it's the wrong call now. I think so as well. I think so. Um, I mean, however great Capaldi is. It, it, I, I agree. It was the wrong decision. I feel to to bring him in. I really do. Um, but I mean, 
going on to, I mean, our, the sort of our lead characters um, as such. I mean, it's all, as I said, cliches. You got Ram is basically the high school jock, isn't he? You know, the sport yeah. into you know the football team and all that sort of stuff. You got um, Tanya. I mean. Are we really sort of still in the realms of over overbearing African mothers now? Really, are we still doing that on television? Really, I know, and it, it carries on to the next episode as well. Constantly yeah. getting the cat to say, "Do you know how bad it is trying to get away from a Nigerian mother?" I mean, yeah, come on. Um, I mean, it's more they could have played up on the fact that she's apparently only fourteen. Yes, as being the reason why it was hard for her to get out. Yeah, rather than going through the whole Nigerian mother yeah. thing. Over and over again. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually Nigerian or not in favour of her. I think her mother's got the right idea if she's only fourteen. To be honest. Well, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, and I know it does. It does sort of come. She does say that you know, sort of you know, homework first, fun later. You know, and she does and, say and, and, you're and only fourteen. And the fact but... your, your brain, your brain may make you take you up, but your the rest of you still a little girl. Yeah, that's oh, true. But but that was fine. But then it, but then it just keeps say, especially in the second episode. It's, I think it's done at least twice. Yeah. Um, there, you know, it, it sort of like keeps going about her Nigerian heritage and everything. So yeah, and you know, for the reason why she's got to be so secretive. I mean, it's just really, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could be completely wrong. It just didn't seem for something that's supposed to be so forward thinking, where it's almost like a stereotype. Yeah, if you say I, I could be on really dangerous ground here, but um, but that, that's, no, that's I mean, what I thought. I, mean, anyway, I, mean, I, thought. I, I think I think that, yeah, they they could have just done it on the facts, played up the fact that she's that much younger than the rest of them. Yeah, um, kept because it that. actually, other 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 than that's the only. There's not really any thing to her being that much younger than them. She's treated exactly the same. Yes, as the rest of them. Yeah, which in some ways is a bit odd. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I'd know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, you know, sort of saying 16, they're all supposed to be sort of 16, 17, and she's 14. It's a bit... I don't know whether... I, 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 I'm well in agreement with her mother on this, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> That's again where I am age-wise, I <laughs> Oh, dear. Um... No, obviously you've got your Charlie, um, who is Prince of Space, it seems, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I mean again he, he actually had quite a bit to do really, he sort of like he proved himself to be sort of quite heroic. He saved um April from basically sort of killing herself. Um yeah. as Miss Miss Quill was quite prepared to let her do. Um and you got the whole and I, and I, yeah. as I say, the sharing of the heart thing, which I thought was quite an interesting um, aspect of the story, yeah. You know, with, with the uh, to try the King of the Shadow King. I mean, they look to. I mean, ever, I know everyone's going to be saying this. I haven't listened to any reviews or read any reviews um, of this since it, uh, you know, before we've recorded and since it's been um, broadcast. But um, Paravals, but that's all they were. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, sort of bit again. You know, not too much imagination went into the uh, creation of those characters, but yeah, I, I know it's. I mean, I'm, I'm being really down on this at the moment because I just think there was a lot of problems. And you also to me. feel that actually, also felt there was a particularly um, Moffat 
alien, weren't they? It's the, it's the shadows, the everyday shadows. Yeah, that exactly. All the time. Yeah. We're back to that again. Yeah. Again, um, again cliched. Again. Yeah. You know. Um, I know it's. I suppose we've been really really down on it however it, there was enough in it to, to make me come back and watch the second episode yeah to be honest um, and I, I did like the I mean would you say this is based on the first episode alone was this would you say not for adults oh, it's not for adults <laughs> not for children and not for adults either they're going for it as I say I mean maybe I was right on the first time actually yeah not for adults and not for children it's a, it's a teenage thing isn't it yeah, but it's interesting when you try to watch it on iPlayer, you have to confirm you're over 16. <laughs> yes, I know. So, um, I think that sort of firmly says where this is. Yeah, where this, this is heading. This is not aimed at children. Yeah. And, 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 and rightly as well. I mean, this is quite... Um, there are some... I suppose not gory, but if you know what I mean, it's a bit... It's violent, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, also now again, continuing on, I sort of felt... I got the the whole thing about when obviously um, his girlfriend's killed. Yeah, his girlfriend's killed and the splattered with blood and that. Yeah, but I did sort of wonder with the whole the having his leg cut off. Mm. Whether that's almost just as a plot device for. Since when I watched the second episode, I couldn't help feeling that was a plot device for the second episode. It wasn't. It wasn't really, wasn't it? Um... Because yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, had he not, had he not suddenly been rubbish at football, he wouldn't want to be seeing the coach behind the rest. Without you know, out of coaching time, sort of thing. If yeah, you know what I mean. yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, it sort of gave him a reason to keep going to see the coach on his own. Was suddenly because he's obviously he wants not... to he wants to stay in the. Um... Staying yeah, in football, you know, so, the first team yeah, at least, so, you know. Yeah, so, and this is where we're bleeding into the second episode here. Yeah, but, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, yeah. I watched that and I thought, yeah, I'm not quite sure whether that was necessary. When I watched the when I watched it the first the first episode, I thought, was that necessary? Mm. And sort of then watched the second episode and thought, that's why they did it. It does feel like it was. For, done for that reason. Um, it's either that, or he's going to turn to Hotshot Hamish out of um, out of Roy the Rovers or something with his new robot leg. Um, but I mean, how he's going to keep that a secret for everybody? I've got no idea. But well, I, I think I think when we come, I've got I've got things to say about that when we come on to the the second episode as well. So. Oh right, okay, okay. Well, I think you know, as I said, I did quite. I mean, despite all the things I said, it was cliched and. Um, I had problems with the doctor being in there, and the whole reason for him taking him there and popping up at the end just didn't. It was, it was just there for the you know as a plot contrivance, but it was enough to make me come back to watch the second episode. Um, I did find it enjoyable, and it, it did. Um, it didn't waste any time, did it? No. If you see what I mean, um, and it was suitably um, you know creepy with the with the. Um, the shadows moving along the walls and Tonya being attacked in her in her bedroom and everything. I thought it was yeah. it, it was all very very well done. Um, the, the... And, and the shock of when yeah. his girlfriend's killed. Yes, that sort of thing did. I mean, that was particularly did work rather well. Yeah, that's quite sort of you know it was it was it was bloodthirsty when it when it needed to be needed to be or required. To, you know, the plot could, yeah. required to be. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, I did, I did quite I say I did enjoy it. Um, and I say, you know, some of the the alien um, planets were well realised as well. Um, so I, and you know, you've got this little thing about you know this little cabinet of souls now, which is it appears to be a real thing as well. Yeah. So um, how that's... there's probably enough to make me want to watch the whole eight episodes before I um, give judgment. I think. Yeah. Because I say this is just the setting everything up, and I, I, I just think the way it was setting everything up was maybe could have been well done better for me anyway. But as I said, we are not the target audience for this. No, you know we we really aren't. Um, maybe this well, is, actually you know, from the very first camera shots of the car being coming in and it's sort of upside, you know, the camera being up the other way. Yeah, and that and I was. <laughs> Yes, this is not for this is not been filmed for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> oh dear. Feel yes, indeed, indeed. But one, one more thing, actually. Oh yeah, on yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, the whatever I don't know what it was. The honors board thing. Ah, yeah, with the um, the little mention of Danny Pink and Clara. Yeah, and also S. Foreman. Was there an S. Foreman on there? Yes. Do you know what? I was looking to see if there were other names you might recognise, and I missed that one. But, which, sort of, right, fair enough. But then it made me start to think, what is that an honours board of? Because, actually, S. Foreman was only, like, one row behind the row with Clara and Danny and Pink on it. So, that's 50 years between them two. Not many people have gone up there since, and nobody since Clara. This is this is this is the this is the honours board of people that have gone into have never come back school again mysteriously. Is it? Ah, uh, now I, I've I've got a bit of a theory about that. The way you because you way you when you said where you found Susan's name, I've got a feeling then that all the people before that, do you think could have been, and you put into perspective. Where we first meet Susan in 1963, do you think those people on the board before they were actually killed in the war? Ah. Um. Because as you say, there's not many have gone between Susan and Danny Pink and Clara. That's, that's, that's actually then an interesting point. Then, yeah, is that the board of people that have yeah, current pupils and staff that have. But then, then technically, Susan never died. Yeah, but she never came back, did she? No, but would they then just put? I mean, to be honest, if you if you're doing this on on, I don't know. I'd, I'd have going back to our school. I think we'd have had a quite a big ball for that. <laughs> <laughs> there was there one day and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, no, mate. Maybe I'm, it was. Maybe I'm, it was I'm just. Totally the... sure. and, like, and Clara, would they know Clara necessarily? Just didn't pack up a one day. Decide I don't want to be a teacher anymore and move abroad. Would you yeah. necessarily put that up on a yeah, put but her you... name up on a board because she's not actually officially ever died, actually. Yeah, but she didn't officially resign. She just never came back again, did she? So she's that can't be the only school that's happened in with a teacher. Oh come on, oh come on! You've you've had sort of like she doesn't turn up for school. They try phoning her numbers. They can't get through to her. They go around her flat. She's not there. Neither's Danny Pink. Um, 
yeah, missing, presumed dead. I would say there's probably been a police investigation, and that's it. Done. <laughs> well, but then, but then, of course, they say. I'm now arguing against some theory. Oh, here we go. Oh, you you can't really start an argument with they say. (laughs) (laughs) I can. Who's they? (laughs) At the beginning, obviously, obviously, we've had another we've had another kid killed. They haven't put his name up yet. All right, fair enough. Give give him a chance. (laughs) The ink's not dry on Clara's name yet. (laughs) Sucking here. Um, but they said, but they said, there's been lots of. Children that have this. There's been lots of kids that have gone missing or whatever, don't they? Uh I I can't remember. I right can't at the beginning of the episode. So that, why aren't that, they? Why, is there, why, why isn't there any other names since Clara? Ah, uh, it's a plot hole, Paul. Yes, it's a plot hole. That's no, it. no, it, it, it's it's just a little thing that someone decided would look good in the background. But I I'm think just not it is, quite yeah. sure what it was. Where they where they got the um. <laughs> the order ordering done properly, yeah, mm. yeah. Obviously, obviously, to have Susan's name in the same shot as Clara's obviously means they've got to be fairly close together. Yes. So, well, that, that's what just made me think. There's not been that many pupils, or you know, or staff that have died <laughs> in, I must in between actually, Susan that, and Clara. But that is, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. But obviously, if we were saying then, yes, you could have had, you'd have had quite a lot of, um, you may have had a, a few, quite a few pupils that died during the war, and even teachers that went off to, yeah, yeah to exactly. war. Well, that would I mean, be the previous, a lot that yeah. there then wouldn't be between the in the last fifty years. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. You, now, you, you actually reasoned that one almost out there. Almost, almost. But uh, well, the only reason I say I, I sort of thought of that because my my infant and, and primary school, as as schools were then called, um, not all this reception and year one, year two, and that stuff. Now, um, I mean that was I mean that was famously bombed during the war, and a lot of children were killed. Um, yeah. Killed there. So that that's what was that's what made me that's what made me think about it. Um, yeah, and you yeah. would have something up in the school to say yeah. that these yeah. lost their lives here. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. It's just, yeah, I suppose so. I it's suppose actually, so. But, but the three names that you thought would be dodgy to be on there would be the three names that obviously we know. Yes, exactly. Well, that again, that was just continuity stuff again, wasn't it? Yeah. And and again, does this show need Doctor Who continuity to make it stand on its own? I, I, it shouldn't do really. It shouldn't do. If they're using Doctor Who continuity, and I, and again, I don't know how much more this we're going to get throughout the series. Um, if if it's if it is going to keep using that, then maybe the premise for this show isn't that great. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would hope that's. Um, to be honest, I'd hope that's it now for. I hope so for the, for the Doctor references. Yeah, I do hope so. I do hope so. So um, um, if anyway, it, yeah, because anyway, yeah. if it is going to stand as a show, it's got to stand on its own two feet. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, um, next episode, The Coach with a Dragon Tattoo. Um, when I was sort of started watching this one, and um, it ended up with a giant dragon just walking around um, the school, skinning people alive, um, I just thought, is this this series Cyberwoman, if you see what I mean? It just seemed ridiculous. Yeah. 
this gigantic dragon just sort of wanders around. <laughs> okay, um, conveniently when there's no one else around is where it knows when to pop out. Um, yeah, I just thought, is, is this cl- class's version of Cyberwoman? Um, it, but, it's, it's, it's more the, actually, the the cleaning up that yeah, got me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we're presuming the coach then comes along and cleans up afterwards. After the, these tattoo has had its fill. But he's pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> he well, you all come and clean my bloody house, you know. I was going to say, yeah. Worth the hourly rate, I think you'll find that. Well, I mean, I can understand. I can understand you could do it quite quick in the changing rooms because I suspect quite a lot of that is sort of washed down flooring yeah. and yeah, whatever. But the headmaster's office would have been some cleaning. <laughs> Actually, can we can we just talk about the headmaster? Because mm. one of the few likable characters. Yes. And they kill him off. Um, I was actually quite gutted about that, to be honest. I quite like the headmaster character. Yeah. Mr. Uh, as, Armitage. As in, yeah. Well, actually, as in one of the few normal characters. Yeah. Um, and he, he did seem to be an honest man as well. And he just got to sort of get a feeling that anybody nice and honest in this series isn't going to last very long. Oh, no. <laughs> Which makes me worry for Ram's dad, actually, for that matter. Yeah. Although, to be honest, carrying on now, we're talking about him, yeah. is what the hell has he not pulled his child out of that school for? <laughs> he's just been showing that his, his kid's lost his leg. People being skinned alive. <laughs> yeah. so, talking, a... talking about the people that have died and everything. So what's he doing? Oh, I'll get you back into the school team. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Oh dear! Not the one person who could, who has actually got power to do stuff here, really. Yeah, exactly. Oh I mean, dear! I mean, admittedly, nobody else might. You, you're in a position where nobody would believe you if you went to authority. But you could at least try and move <laughs> your child away from the school, surely. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Now, did you think the the character sort of settled down a bit more now, actually? Because the, the one thing that's a bit, I found a bit weird that you had Charlie hooking up with Matthias, asking him out to the prom in, in the opening episode. Um, I was actually quite glad to see they didn't kill him off. I thought he he was going to be, you know, Shadow Kim fodder. Um, yeah. But he, I was quite surprised he wasn't. Um, but then mysteriously absent in this episode, all they say is, "Oh, he's been grounded." Yeah. With no explanation as as to as to why. So, well, um, to be honest, though, they they do sort of give that attitude. That they, they do give you the reason, really. In the previous one, and it is the fact that his parents are not too keen on the fact that he's, he's going ultra out, religious. But, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah. when you thought they wouldn't have let him gone out then anyway, then yeah, yeah. But, I could understand. Right. I could understand him being grounded if they only found out that he went to the prom. Yes, with a boy after after that. that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but they'd have grounded him. Yeah, if they was going to ground him for that. They'd have grounded him before he went. Mm. Yeah, precisely. So, I mean, that didn't make uh, a lot of sense. Why we just mysteriously not in this episode, to be honest. But um, although, to be honest, if he's gone home and told them that they've been fighting aliens from another planet, then they've got every right not to let him out. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to moan about Ramsdale, that's what Ramsdale should have done. Yeah, I can't really moan at them because they have. <laughs> oh dear. Oh crikey! No, no. Again, again, I'm with the parents on this. 
<laughs> well, no, I, just, I just like the character. I like Ram's dad um, as, as as a character. I do like him. I think he, he, he's mm. sort of might sort of uh, um, hopefully won't get killed off. Hopefully, might be sort of yeah. like the, the the voice of reason for his hot headed son, um, basically. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, he's, he's, he's he's oddly a bit seems to get a bit about certain things and then totally laid back about the fact that yeah I know I know yeah yeah exactly he's yeah Yeah. peculiar but um, anyway anyway um now, the Coach Dawson character we, we get introduced to um, in the opening episode, he, he, you've already figured out for yourselves he's a bit of a twat, basically, yeah. um, and a bit of a, a bully. You could have sort of like get the sense that Ramstad didn't like him anyway, to be no. honest, um, sort of pushing just a little bit too hard there. Um, but then I, I did sort of, on the first watch, I was sort of making, I, I made some notes. It wasn't until I watched it again, it was actually the sort of the dragon's blood in his veins that was making him be yeah. like that really wasn't it sort of you know yeah he'd been was it he said about that he just hadn't been hadn't had any respect from any it was weak pupils and, and had yeah. not got anything on and whatever yeah and that's why he wanted still wanted the the dragon within him yeah exactly it was actually it was actually working for him as much as he was working for, for her yeah really yeah yeah but um yeah i mean it, it was uh quite a sort of like a creepy sort of creepy character really um you, you you sort of never really i like the way they sort of tried to make out that it was him that was doing all the killing yeah and you've then you find it wasn't you know because i originally thought it was the tattoo coming off of him turning to a big dragon and leaping back onto him again um, yeah and of course that <laughs> wasn't the case at all um no it actually i mean it actually was better the way they did it than that wasn't it yeah it was i mean i, I still the dragon just sort of came out of a rift in time yeah grabbed somebody and then why it's the, again. well why it decided to manifest itself as a tattoo on him I, I i've yet to understand but um i i i like the concept like the way it kept moving about and sort of yeah. talking to him as well so whisper, almost sort of whispering things in his ear you know i, I quite like that um, aspects of uh, it. Re- I suspect the reason why it manifested itself as a as a tattoo is because you had the idea of the title. <laughs> yes, probably likely. <laughs> it all and fits then, together, doesn't it? Hand in glove, my hand in glove. And, and then comes a case of, oh, well, actually, if we do that. <laughs> so. Now, um, Charlie didn't have a lot to do this week, uh, really, did he? Um, no. Ne- I mean, Miss Quill did actually but I, I mean again with this this episode well, yeah you know we're getting dragged into a story arc there isn't yeah, it, isn't it with yeah her, with this, this, this yeah the, the 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 governors whoever the hell they are yeah um i mean i did like some of the her reaction to this creepy little man sitting in the, in her class continually making notes and she sort of twigged there was something wrong with him because the way he was dressed and these glasses had no lenses and so on yeah. and so on but um they still need to soften that character pretty damn quickly, because I still found her quite unlikable in this yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't. I, 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 like I say, I, I, I sort of have the opposite effect for it, with it. Really, I don't know. It's just. Well, it's I mean, I, I mean, I, it's a shame again that they they decide to off um, Mr. Armitage. Yeah, because, because I think their little dynamic. Because he was, she was. I think she was slowly beginning to sort of trust him. A little yeah. bit more. But well, when she says about when when she and the oddest thing is when she suddenly 
grabs the school inspector, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which he sort of was a bit okay. That's not quite sure. That's where that bit of her characters come from. They see that that was very Torchwood. Yeah. Pe- people just did things for no explanation. And she says, and she says about oh, you know. Would have been would have been the headmaster. You think it's so fine? He really did get the wrong end of the sticker, didn't he? Really, in this episode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's this. It's that weird. I don't know that adolescent. I know this is written for adolescents, but it's the adolescent writing for me that it just. Yeah. I think they they will just you know they're horny, therefore they will jump the the bones of anything that moves. You know, well, spe- um, especially seeing in the. I know she. I know she's an alien and everything. So maybe it doesn't. It, it, maybe it works differently. But, I don't know. But but, you know. but in the previous episode at the prom, yeah, she's going around telling people to stay apart. Yeah. What is and it so with you? These people. Yeah. Pu- yeah. Yeah. As if they're like you know can't Constant- keep their hands off each other. Well, yeah. suddenly mm. the minute the minute any man <laughs> shows any interest in you, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was him to a wall. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's going to take a while for this show to find its feet. I mean, I, I still. I mean, I I definitely enjoyed this episode more than I did the first. Yeah, because be it was it, it's probably because it didn't have the Doctor in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad to say. Actually, I'm very uh, sad to say. Um, and it, and it was it was trying to stand on its own two. Well, I was going to say stand on its own two feet, which is probably a bit of a thing to say about because what the main bit of the story was on. Yes, indeed. What did you think of Ram's um, sort of story or story arc in this particular episode? I thought it was quite quite well done, actually. Yeah, I mean, what 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 has been good is the fact that it has focused on him and. Not getting over her, and and the fact of his leg thing has almost been a has been a secondary has been an annoyance to him that he can't he can't kick a ball do things yeah. rather rather than he's not he's not feeling any sorry for himself for that. It is that he's he's just watched his girlfriend breathing brutally murdered in girl- front of it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is is good. I think from that point of view because I think it could have all been about him and his injury. And it wasn't and think, really, was it? No, I mean, you know, it did play into it. The injury has been been a been a plot device to to get this story going, but yeah. has not been the reason for the character. No, no. In so I do of, like, and I, not, and I, not been characters doing. No, I mean, I do like the sort of relationship between him and Tanya as well. Um, yeah. They're sort of confiding in in each other, um, which I quite I quite like. Um, I mean, again, we've already covered the whole thing about you know the overdoing the Nigerian parent discipline thing again. Um, why is she hacking into the unit or trying to hack into the unit mainframe? So, so they're trying to set up her plot arc here. She's doing what? She's why is she trying to do that? I don't know. Um, you've got the plot arc set up for Miss Quilner with the governors. Um, Charlie's already had his one set up because you've got the Shadowkin are trying to off him. Um, yeah, you've got April. Well, she's got the whole thing going on with the shared heart with, was it Korokinos, what really the, that the Shadow King's yeah. name was? Um, and also this thing with her dad as well, the phone call. Yeah. She just ignores. Um, so that there's something, some definitely and something going on there. Are we going to find out something that was her mum's accident because of her dad or? 
Exactly. Or is yeah. it? Or is it just? Or is it just that he ran off and left her when she needed him most? You don't know, do you? Yeah, exactly. Or, or exactly. She just left him, basically. I suppose. Yeah. It could just be as simple as that. It could not be. actually nothing to do with the story. But and do, and do you think there's some sort of significance to the chessboard as well? No, because no, no. I think the chessboard cause wasn't it. That that was just went back to the. Um, <laughs> you're thinking the curse of Fenric's coming in soon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just, I just said no. why, why was Miss Quill was was quite. Um... I think that was just so then they could return to focus on it because that was the one bit where there was blood. Wasn't Still there, blood, yeah. They all cleaned up, but she was looking. So at, it was but she was looking that. at the position of the pieces and sort of. I don't know what what was it was there no, something got, else there I don't know I got the feeling she she was looking at whether she could use any of them as weapons because <laughs> <laughs> she sort of picked up the bishop didn't she she was trying to work out whether the the end of that could be almost used as a to stab someone I think oh, I don't know I don't know that, that was my that was my impression of it that she was yeah she was looking at that as could any of these be used as I think she get the feeling she looks at stuff as what can be used as a weapon if she needed to. Oh, maybe. Or maybe it's going to come into whoever's going to take over the school. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But uh, now, it just seemed weird. They did sort of focus on it because it was right in the foreground of the shot. Um, and I know they focused on, on that night at the end with, so with the blood dripping off it. But it was just the, the way that Miss Quill was looking at the pieces and where they were positioned as if it meant something. Or maybe I'm reading too mm. much into it. I, 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 well, that's, as that's I, as I usually do. And also, she's supposed to be, I suppose, the t- the tactical one of them. Maybe she's the one that's used to planning battles and whatever. So I suppose a chessboard would, yeah, interest her. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Especially if you're an alien and you and you've never played chess before, it might be a case that she was trying to work out work out what what this, this game, game is all about. Yeah, yeah, very, very tactical. Strategic no, 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 it's a, no, it's a, no, it's a battle of two armies as such work that out but we're yeah. trying to work out what else was going on there I don't yeah. know I don't know I don't know but um, anyway um, I mean what, what did you think the sort of like the, the okay we've already said about the, the, the dragon sort of going around skinning people um, now I know you're, you're not a particular fan of gore are you no really um, how, how did you cope with this episode particularly because there was some quite gruesome parts to this wasn't there uh, it wasn't too bad because you didn't really get any lingering shots, did you? No, it was all very it quick was all cut, done. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the only so, the only sort of lingering stuff you had really was with the with the claws going into Armitage's face, really, yeah. sort of going under underneath his skin, um, and then possibly where you had the um, the coach Dawson plunging his hand into the chest cavity yeah. of whoever it was who had just been killed so yeah for the dragon's drink yeah. yeah yeah so that that was really it really wasn't it it was yeah. all sort of like quick glimpses of stuff um yeah, which, so which, which I think, yeah yeah which i think worked well actually yeah i think it worked well i don't think there was any need to dwell on it so, you know too much again this is written for yeah. it's not written for kids any, any you know, more any more of that would have been completely gratuitous i think i think so i think so um, I think they probably got enough. They got enough to to, to get the because obviously the whole point about it is he's having sort of is, is he having just having horror flashbacks and whatever. Yeah, wasn't it? So it has to be particularly bad for him to to affect him, doesn't it? So yeah, 
Um, yeah, I think so. So yeah, I mean, it's, but that's the thing because <laughs> the poor guy, the poor guy has got splashed in the face with Bob Blood say, again, isn't he? <laughs> I was going to say this is going to be a recurring theme. This is going to be. <laughs> this is like right. the Rory died every. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be every episode. Ram gets a face full of blood. <laughs> oh dear. Oh crikey! But um, no, I, I like yeah, the actually, um... interesting thing about that one is then hmm. after he gets the face full of blood in this one, he goes and has a shower. Yes. So he's got his feet all right then. So, say again. Say again. Sorry. So his feet are okay. He's got both feet. So what is that electro? Is it, did they stitch his feet foot to back on to the electronic bit as well? Oh, I didn't notice that. There's a scene, isn't there? And you just see the blood the sh- round yeah, the thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, do you know what? I don't know if his if he's foot is also... I can't remember. So, that, 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 it just looked like two, an two ordinary, ordinary person. Foot. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe, has oh. he, maybe, has maybe, maybe it was just a bit of other footage they put in just to reinforce the thing. He's in, he's in a shower. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what it was sort of thing. Like you know, just obviously there's, there's not so much they can show, obviously between obviously. the face and the, <laughs> and the feet. Well, you saw Coach Dawson's buttocks, didn't you? So... Yes. Again, again, another sort of Torchwood shot. <laughs> Usually reserved for John Barrowman. Barrowman, but... yeah. <laughs> you imagine him sitting there if he if he sat there and watched this guy. That could have been me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's just that's that just sort of stuck out on that bit because they've made the whole thing about you know obviously he has lost the le- that the leg below the knee, mm. but so where's the? I th- I thought it was the whole leg done, but I could yeah, be I, could I thought be it was wrong. the whole leg done, but not he's just the got, bit in between. Yeah, he's obviously got two normal feet. Yeah, which he thinks if they could put the foot back on. Why couldn't they put the whole leg back on? <laughs> oh dear. But how did you like the, the, the way they wrapped the story up as well with the? Sort of ram saying to the dragon, "Haven't you? Haven't you heard of leather? Basically, <laughs> skin him. You can keep her alive if you just skin him." So it was. I mean, did you sort of think oh, that's another way of doing it, or was that a, a really sort of one of those you could see the the <laughs> that coming a mile off the way they're going to you know wrap this up? Um. Yeah, you could see see it was going to come to the point of the fact that. Well, at that stage, you didn't quite realise that it was quite that sort of relationship there. Mm. That there was the standoff between him and the dragon. That it wasn't purely the dragon using him. Mm. Even though you'd had the fact of, you know, there was obviously he was getting something from it. You still didn't didn't know whether what he was getting from it was why he was allowing everything... To happen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just didn't want to go oh, back to, to being back, you know, going back to being his weak self, did he? So he, you know, he was, well, he's... and that he, was, but but also then he felt he had that was his insurance that he wasn't going to be killed by the dragon. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you sort of got that was more actually the reason what was going on and the threatening, threatening the dragon itself that if it came near him or didn't do what he wanted. He would kill its mate. Yeah, it didn't quite work out for him, did it? Although I did think, though, if that dragon can move about his body, he'd have to mutilate himself quite a bit, wouldn't he, to try and catch it? 
Well, you said that it just moves around all the time. <laughs> it's not as if it was once one position stuck in one position on his body. No, exactly. It's moving around all the bloody time. So, oh dear. Um, how, I mean, it it sounds like the last you know these last two episodes we've covered. It, you know, we, we've been quite down it, picking at all the all the things we didn't like, and and there's a, there's a lot. I think the things I, I don't like are still outweighing the things I like about it at the moment. Um, um, yeah, I mean, and as I as I said earlier, I think I'm giving this a lot. This is, this is a lot higher bar. This has got to jump than an episode of Doctor Who would. And I well, I think whether well, that's consciously or subconsciously, I'm not sure. But well, put it this way: the last Doctor Who spin-off I watched was Torch with Miracle Day. So as far as I'm concerned, it's got a pretty low bar to jump over. To to be honest with you, yeah. So, but, but I'm sure I'm sure bits in this that we've picked and we've moaned about. If it was actually in a proper Doctor Who episode, we'd probably have just let it. Let wouldn't it, have even bothered com- commenting on it. Um, probably not. Probably not. Like as as in as in. Um, Ram's father not taking him out of school. We wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have mentioned that if this had been a an episode of Doctor Who. I don't know. I was sort of taking bits on that hmm yeah yeah you could be right Maybe, I mean I feel I may have been sort of overly harsh with it because I mean I think a lot of people have just enjoyed this yeah you know? um and I enjoyed it I'm not saying I don't, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it you know it's it's you know I'm I will be watching you know I will be watching all the rest of the, the, yeah. the remaining um six episodes um I also also think probably uh, again, if we weren't doing this podcast, I probably wouldn't be picking up things. I'm sort of find I'm probably looking for stuff to. We are we are just looking for stuff to talk about, aren't we? Really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I did. I say I did enjoy it. You know, I enjoyed both yeah. of them. You know, for, despite all their, you know, the, the you know the faults that we, well, we think are faults anyway. Um, I, I you know I will I will definitely be coming back for more. I mean if I did if I didn't enjoy yeah. the first episode I wouldn't have watched the second. I think I would have no. told you look Paul this isn't for me. Can we can we do a big finish review next time or something? You know but um, no I, I did enjoy it. I think that I think there's a lot to, there's a lot of world building going on at the moment. Um, yeah. And I think this the second episode was probably more like Torchwood than the first episodes. It was. It was. It was. It, was, it, was, it, was, it felt like one of those throwaway, as I said, like Cyberwoman type episodes. Kind of yeah. goofy. Yeah, you know, there's a giant dragon going around the building. You know, so um, my, my my slight worry on this is if I don't start to get into the get involved with the characters, and it just becomes a monster of the week. Yeah. To me, is that going to be enough to? Well, it could be to keep me interested. It could be. Because, I mean, if, they, if they're saying, like, you know, as we said at the beginning, they wanted it to be like Britain's answer to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that's what a lot of Buffy was like, it was Monster of yeah. the Week. So maybe that's... This and you, and you feel this is how it's been set up, isn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. We will see. How, so, we will be watching the rest of this, this series and commenting on it over the next, um, the next few weeks. Unless the next two episodes are really bad. <laughs> Well, this this will take us right up to um, basically the end, uh, sort of beginning of, of December. Actually, yeah, podcast just before I go away. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So, 
as we said at the beginning of the show, we're going to be doing this every two weeks. We're doing two, we'll be covering two yeah. episodes of class uh, each podcast. So when we're back in week after next, we'll be doing um, night visiting and co-owner of a lonely heart. Um, yes. And if the theme music for that episode isn't written, written by Yes, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Or actually, if it is done by Yes, I won't watch it because I don't like Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> like Yes, no. I was going to say, if it was by Yes, you wouldn't watch No, I wouldn't. I can't get past John Anson's voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're very technically gifted musicians, but John Anson's voice, I cannot get past. I'm sorry. And I'm sure they really want to put some Yes in there for the kids. Just for the kids <laughs> Paul, that's the hook this show's been missing. <laughs> it is. Some 1970s prog rock. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, so should we should we leave that there then? Yes. <laughs> Let's leave that there. Let's leave that there on um, on that lovely thought of John Anderson's dulcet tones. <laughs> oh dear. So anyway, we'll be back in uh, two weeks' time then. So um, yeah. So we're we're going to stick with this then, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to stick with it. We're going to stick with it. We weren't too sure, but we are going to stick with it. So we'll be back then to review the next two episodes of Class in two weeks' time. So until then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye for me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Who's he?